a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the headlines are centered once again on the pandemic, on new CDC guidance in terms of the wearing of masks and distancing. We do have a a crisis in the country, to be sure. Is the biggest crisis the COVID-19 pandemic? Or are we having a leadership crisis, a crisis of confusion in a time when we need clarity? Let's get beyond the headlines and let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, the CDC's new mask guidelines for the vaccinated have frustrated and confused a a whole lot of people around the country and right here in the state of Utah. Uh, Some are even questioning now whether the vaccines themselves really work. Uh, The confidence in our public health officials has been declining. Confidence in our elected officials is almost non-existent. And even in our institutions, that confidence is waning because there has not been clarity, there has not been transparency. And so as we look at where we are and what needs to happen next, uh, Inside Sources was able to uh, snag uh, Governor Spencer Cox this morning. Uh, He was over at the ALEC conference, the American Legislative Exchange Council conference that's taking place here in Utah. We broadcast from there yesterday. And before Governor Cox uh, spoke to the legislative uh, representatives from around the country that were uh, in attendance today. Uh, he spoke with us here at Inside Sources on KSL News Radio to talk about some of the things that are emerging. We know that the, they will be meeting uh, the governor's office along with a host of others uh, as they try to move through and navigate what this all means and what is the proper role of government, what level of government. And how do we actually impact that? Uh, So he'll be meeting tomorrow uh, with school districts. uh, Hopefully some guidance will emerge from that that will, again, create some clarity and dispel a lot of the confusion. So we we asked the governor about that. The governor explained what he'd like to see the legislature do uh, and what he thinks will happen, uh, knowing that as the governor, his authority in this is actually quite limited. The next best thing to a vaccination, though, is, is a high-quality mask, uh, and that means an N95 mask. So what I've asked our teams to do is to um, look at supply and see if we can make N95 masks available for anyone who wants one, any school-aged 
kid in their family that wants an N95 mask, um, that protects the, the child. Um, even if others aren't wearing masks, if you have an N95 mask, you're, um, you're protecting yourself. And to make that available at no cost to, uh, to kids in the school system so that they can be protected. And uh, I, I think we can get that done. Um, I, I haven't talked to the legislature about that yet, but um, I, I, I feel confident that we can get their support um, and get those supplies out and, and make them available. So we asked the governor uh, about that, what that looks like in schools, mask mandates for young children. And uh, here's what he said in terms of why he thinks it's unlikely that we'll end up with a mask mandate for young children. I'm not pushing for one. Um, Again, I think with what we know about the virus and what we know about its impact, um, we've, we've only had one death, age zero to 11, in the state. One too many, but but that's 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 good news. Um, and so, I, I think our response has to be proportional. And uh, again, giving families an opportunity to protect themselves if they're at risk or they worry about their kids. We've had uh, last I checked, which was last week. I don't know if we've had any since then, but we've had 111 hospitalizations. Uh, kids zero to 11, so those that aren't eligible to the vaccine over the course of the last year and a half now. And, uh, and so, uh, again, those are serious, right? And we, we take those very seriously. That's, that's uh, equivalent to a flu season, a not great flu season, um, and if, uh, amongst kids. And, and that's what's different about this disease, too, is, you know, we're not talking about nursing homes where the death rate is off the charts, where we've had over a thousand deaths of people over the age of, of 75. Right. Um, and so we, we want to give protection and we want to give families those opportunities. Um, but, uh, but, but I don't believe that mandates are, are under the circumstances and with what we know right now are, are necessary. Now we know that, uh, this has uh, become so political, uh, across the board, regardless of where you, you fall on all this. One of the things that I do think everyone is concerned about is some of the unintended consequences, some of the uh, challenges that come out of some of these mandates. And uh, so we, we asked Governor Cox uh, about the downside of masking young children, the, the negative effects it could have on academic, social, emotional learning, uh, all of those things that, again, we have to factor in before we make declarations, mandates, uh, or move forward on policy. That's certainly one of the concerns. Um, there was e- even the CDC guidance last year um, had had qualifications about the social and emotional learning piece, especially for younger kids. Um, that the ability to see, uh, to connect, um, so so all of those things really matter, and all of those things are important. And it, it's all about finding that balance. And so we, you know, I'm hopeful that that getting masks to those who need them or want them um, to protect themselves uh, will will be helpful. And uh, for those that don't and, and feel like they need to prioritize that connection, that they'll have that opportunity as well. And then finally, we, we talked to the governor about uh, the fact that there are a lot of families that are just uncertain, and that uncertainty leads to, to fear, concern, stress. Uh, and what is it that gives him hope in terms of moving forward, especially as it relates to our young people? Kids under the age of 11 can't get vaccinated, right? That's the issue we're dealing with right now. Um, we're, we're hopeful. I, there's a report today that Pfizer said that potentially as early as late September um, that they, they could have uh, FDA approval for that. So we're hopeful for that. 
So I think as we try to cut our way through a lot of this, and we're going to get into this even more in our our next segment as we try to separate some of that rage from the reason, uh, I, I think it's so important for us to recognize what is the desired outcome. Uh, the outcome is is not about masks. The outcome is not about a, a host of other things in terms of locking things down, shutting things down, changing things. The The goal, the outcome that I think we all want to get to, and uh, a good friend texted this to me recently that said, you know, the, the goal is that, you know, that we get the, the antibodies and the resistance to uh, not just the Delta variant, but but all any other mutations that may come out of the coronavirus, and so there's there's really two ways to do that. One is to get vaccinated, and the other is to get the antibodies by actually getting <laughs> the virus. Uh, and and that's those are the two paths. Now, one has a, a lot more uh, downside risk in terms of uh, what it might do to you or your loved one, uh, and where they might end up. But but really, the outcome is we, we have to get those antibodies, again, whether that's through a vaccine or through getting it, uh, that that is ultimately the the outcome that we have to get to. And so I, I think we, you know, we do tend to hyperventilate on a lot of the, the tasks and to-dos, the checklist stuff, um, and we can debate that, and we will debate that, and we'll talk about that. But the important thing is is the outcome. What is the outcome we're after, and what are we willing to do to get that outcome? And I think we we have a whole host of things that we need to do differently. And the thing that I think above all else that we need in this process is transparency. We keep talking about this today. Uh, If there is data, show the data to the people. If there is science, show the science. And then let's have a very clear, certain trumpet message in terms of where we are, where we need to go, and what it's going to take to actually get us there. Now, we're going to do our Einstein uh, not being smarter, but just staying with the question a little longer. Uh, much more to come on where we are in the pandemic coming up on KSL News Radio. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.